This is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. We're here at Disney's Animal Kingdom for the opportunity of seeing the Festival of the Lion King as it reopens to the public. It's been over a year that it's been closed. It has reopened and it is in a sort of new format during this COVID period. It will go back to the older format later on, but we thought it'd be well to check it out and we thought it'd be a really great opportunity um, to give you some insights as to what's happening in the show and what's going on and the things you may not see. Now, the reality for me is I have seen Festival of the Lion King well over a hundred times. Uh, going back to really uh, before the park opened in 98 in cast previews, back before, back when it was in Camp Minnie's, Camp Minnie Mickey, back when um, there wasn't even, if you recall, in the early days, there weren't even walls around the theater. And of course, now is in Africa and it's in a different location. But uh, we think that it's a, it's a really good opportunity to look at this amazing show and to see it um, from some, from a point of view that kind of gives you insight to what makes this show so very special. We're heading over the bridge in Africa and coming right toward the theater. You can see markers which have been placed at the six foot distant line. They're actually originally from Kilimanjaro's Safari, but they're probably being used at times for Festival of the Lion King as well. The Harambe Theater is just uh, has this uh, rich theming that gives you a sense of a palace or I'm sorry, a fortress which stood on the uh, on the western banks of Africa, protecting um, the citizens uh, on that west coast. Well, you'll see that there is signage out front about what's going on with Festival of the Lion King. Uh, we are actually just um, because of timing, we were not able to get there until about ten minutes before the hour. Most of the crowd has already been seated. So now we're going to kind of wait and see if we actually get a chance to get in. There's a small standby crowd still. There's, of course, no fast pass uh, line, but they are moving people through, the, through each of the queues depending on where they want to seat them. And what's happening here as we approach uh, the entrance is it, they're handling seating at this point almost as if it were a fine dining location. How many in your party? Do we have enough seats in this particular section or that particular section? I mean, they're doing a very careful job of seeing how they can fill out all the seats and complete uh, the, the audience. Unfortunately, we do get in. We get to go via the, uh, fast, the former Fast Pass queue. It's still Fast Pass queue, but it's not actively being used. We're going to go around the corner and then into the theater where we're actually going to be seated where the lions are typically seated and uh, get our place. We're going to be up toward the top, but actually I think it gives us a really good view of the show as we see it and, um, and a chance to really appreciate what's going on. The cast members are masked. There are sanitation stations as we go along. We're being pointed in a very specific location as we enter the theater. You get a sense of how the audience is spread out 
and uh, how everybody is spaced in this theater setting. And uh, we're just waiting for the last for few minutes for the show to actually begin. Please be aware that All right, photography and we got the final announcements that will be in English All and Spanish here, and then we are going right into the show. On your video As we get seated, you can see that there really isn't a whole lot of difference to be seen begins, in how the theater is laid out. The only major difference is that uh, the crowd has been spaced apart now. That rule changed at the time of our seating, which was um, last Friday, in which it's no longer six feet, but a three feet rule. In fact, I think it's interesting that the timing of that announcement came at the same time this show uh, came out. We see the uh, performers come on out for the show and uh, begin their uh, original singing and dialogue uh, that comes at the beginning of this show. What you may want to notice, and they all look great, you know, the costuming and the lighting, everything really works in this show. And uh, you, at this point, you don't even sense that there is anything really different about what's happening here. But what's going to occur is that they're going to change uh, some dialogue here. And they're going to modify the narrative. The big thing is, is that we're not linking each of the performers to an animal and thus to a particular audience segment. All of the let's practice, uh, or let's uh, put our hands up in the air and act like a lion or put and way up in the air and act like a giraffe or what sound does the giraffe make calling volunteers from the audience none of that is happening by the way a cast member is actually going back and forth in front of my lens at this point because they are notifying uh guests that uh they need to wear the mask during the show so now right here she talks about uh, Swahili meaning the gift, he laughs, the prince laughs, and the lead female uh, leader says, if you want to stay good looking, you better back off. That line is still here in the show, but what makes the line different here is that usually the two come back together again in a very subtle way to make amends before the music starts. We're missing that little piece right here. We have cut out probably about four or five minutes of the show, and we are now immediately going into the, uh, the beginning with the dancers coming out and the original chants uh, that come up that prepare us for the entry of the parade floats and for the first lines of the uh, circle of life. Notice that everybody is uh, socially separated in, in terms of their distance from each other. Usually there's a thing where they put their hands together in the circle and then turn around with those hands upright. upright. None of that is occurring here. They're all staying very socially distant uh, as they come through. We've got the first uh, stirring words of the song coming out and now it's time for the floats to appear and for the uh, festival, uh, as they say, to begin. Sing to you, His Majesty, the Lion King. Welcome, everyone. It's me, Simba. 
You've all picked a very As I've listened to the dialogue from this entire show, I don't believe that they have actually gone back to the original performers of Simba, Timon, Pumba, to re-record anything for the show. They seem to have been able to modify the show with the existing uh, dialogue and uh, narrative that comes from the professional stars that originated these roles. By the way, as the parade comes out, you can't help but sense a lot more color in the room. Uh, there's been this little bit of what seems to be a change in the in the uh, colors of the floats or in the color of the lighting. I don't know what it is, but this thing just seems to be flooded with color. The first, uh, I feel like I'm doing the Rose Bowl Parade here. Our first float coming out, June. Um, now this is a giraffe float that's coming out and being put in position. This is the one that brings Timon out on the stage. And that's, uh, that's quite interesting because Timon plays a significant role where he is really one of the only individuals who has to stay out on the, the stage the entire time. I don't believe there is another time where Timon goes backstage. The other lead performers, the other stars of the show, the key dancers, the sword fighter, they all go backstage. But here, man, Timon has probably one of the hardest jobs in Disney character uh, experiences. So you see now that we brought out uh, the Pumba float and also the stage, the center stage portion, all the pieces are coming out. They've not kept anything separate. The elephant float has come out and now we finally see uh, the Simba float uh, coming in. And everything is coming through just as it normally does uh, for the show. So everything's in place and uh, other than this four minutes intro so far uh, that has been removed so far this that show is staying pretty much as is again notice that everyone is staying socially distant from each other everybody's separated out um, as they finish out the opening number um, they each have the location they each have a specific place for them to be distant from That line, all together now, is really for everybody in the audience to put their hands in the air, to make the growl, to make the elephant noise, uh, but there's really nothing to be had right there. So it's kind of a, it's kind of an awkward line, but the, but the song holds out for him to say something. They probably need to change out what he's saying to something like, we welcome you, or something, thanks for joining, I don't know what the line would be. But right now, we bring Timon into the scene, and bless his heart, He's got to do this whole gig with no tumble monkeys. That is the one big casualty of the show, is that the tumble monkeys are gone. And so this scene is going to be, well, it's going to be quite short compared to what it is uh, previously. Usually uh, there would be about a four to five minute piece here with the tumble monkeys. None of that is happening here. He is having the banter back and forth with Pumba. I love how he waves, Pumba waves his little arms uh, to the crowd. But um, but really, he's going to deliver the whole kind of Akuna Matata piece without any 
uh, any performance by the monkeys that follows. This is all going to end, uh, come to an abrupt halt. They, they dissolved as best they could into what would be um, the next piece in the show. By the way, they're all doing the hand jive right here. And I don't know if they taught the hand jive prior to my coming in. Remember, I was in just four or five minutes right before the beginning of the show. I'm guessing that the hand jive was taught because the audience seems to be following along. But you'll see later on that they kind of go uh, away from the hand jive. What's happened is the thunder has allowed them to dissolve from one song to the other. And, uh, and now we bring out the male lead along with the hyena who provides us the fire dance. Timon's going to exit uh, at this point, but what Timon usually does at this point is he runs off to one side uh, next to Pumbaa. Sometimes he'll do that next to Simone or uh, Simba, and um, and he'll kind of carry out the rest of the song in fear next to Pumbaa. In fact, if you sit next to him, you'll see that there's a whole dialogue that he seems to be imaginarily having. With, um, with Pumba during this time. We've got uh, a powerful scene. Again, the flood of color. I really think that they've redone some of the uh, lighting in this show because it is a much more vibrant look than we've seen in the past. Very strong uh, dancers are socially separated with their weapons in hand and uh, they're carrying out. We've got the hyena. Um, again, you see how the, the lead performer and the hyena trade. They kind of do this circle around the stage so as to introduce the hyena and who he is, as well as to allow the lead performer to perform to the entire audience. Then the lead performer goes up to a pedestal, and now the hyena performs his fire dance. And I gotta tell you, I've known several of these fire dancers uh, over the last couple of decades these are the best of the best many of them have actually performed in the international uh, competitions and have come away with with number one global um, uh, uh, awards of uh, the best of the best they are truly uh, spectacular um, and uh, and uh, just an interesting thing you know we've been uh, there's been reference recently about tattoos with uh, cast members. In truth, the fire dancers, many of them have had um, shoulder or arm tattoos for some period of time now. I would say for the last three or four years, this has been permitted as part of the show. And I don't think anybody's had a problem with that. Again, people are just amazed with the quality um, of the performance and how well they deliver the experience. Just a really strong ending there to uh, be prepared. That musical piece, you see the maintenance person uh, running on stage to grab that piece. The waterfall uh, happens beneath the elephant and he is it's almost like the the elephant is somewhat host of that in fact oftentimes the dancers will kind of pay a, 
homage or pay salute to the elephant as they come out because they come out from that direction. We see the prince and the princess come. They'll stand on opposite sides of the stage and sing. Now what we're going to see differently with our dancers is we're not going to see an aerial performance here. This is all going to just simply be a total ballet experience. And again, these performers are the best of the best. So if you want great ballet, these performers are able to provide it. They have staged a new choreography here uh, to go in place so that the entire song can run um, without the aerial, but, uh, but still have a visual presence of the dancers on stage and you notice they stay socially separated they do a dance this kind of they circle around each other but they everyone stays physically in a very different uh, place as they go through their performance they all of these people are just professional and it's a terrific moment would have been great to see the the uh, high wire performance but even without it it's still a very strong a performance. Again, what usually happens in the show is all four of them step into the middle of the circle and put their hands toward the center as you can see those hands being put in the center, but instead they have re-choreographed it so they all stay socially separated as they do that. They end their piece, you can see that the female soloist, or the, the lead female soloist is, uh, is prepared to go on stage and all the performers begin to um, flood the entire arena and oh my goodness this is such a great song I hate to give dialogue over it remember that on my YouTube page you can see this whole thing without me talking on it um, because and you should because it is such a great piece what is interesting here is if you look at the dancers and note also not only all of the dancers but our hyena in the far portion of it. Now what usually happened during the song is that they usually circled and kind of did a circle dance around the main stage. And what typically happened during the circle dance is that they kind of connected with each other as they kind of went through the circle of life around each other. Here they are all just standing in one place. But the very cool thing that always occurred is the hyena, who's not a great dancer, he just knows the basic moves for this for this scene. He would always do this kind of high five uh, with all of the dancers as they would circle about on the stage. And it was, and, and there's, if you watch, there's a connection that the cast has always had throughout the show. You see monkeys, you see dancers, they're all kind of doing this little low-key high-five with each other. They're all touching each other and connecting with each other as they go through the show. And it's 
It's quite emotional to see it. Once you start seeing it, you see it so often. You sense the affinity that people have uh, with each other, and it's it's very powerful in the show. Even as it stands without it right now, it's just a powerful, powerful uh, show. We've got uh, that song over, and then we are getting ready to kind of go into the uh, celebration portion of this. Now, the big piece, by the way, don't miss Timon. Timon plays a role here, and Timon used to do this little dance on the side at one point with the uh, with the lead male dancer. They used to have this little dance-off thing going on at one point during the show. None of that is happening currently, but if you ever catch that, it is truly a gem catch. But now you see, they're not doing the, the hand jive. They're doing this move the hands back and forth. And so usually they're doing the hand jive here. But in this case, they are doing the hands back and forth uh, throughout this. So kind of, a, kind of a different approach. But they're all trying to, again, to keep that social distance. Now Timon comes in. He takes center stage. Uh, they reference... Um, each of them taking a particular section, but they do not reference them as the lion section or the giraffe section or the, or the or the elephant section. They just say, we'll take this section, you take that section. So the audience is still being invited to sing along. Of course, everybody's got a mask, but, uh, but everybody's being invited to sing along, and now we're getting ready to actually go through uh, the number right here. you got to love Timon. Remember, he's been... On, in the show, he has been on stage during this whole time, and he delivers a great, powerful performance during this show. My total respect for Timon. Uh, there is a very talented performance that goes on here. By the way, I move around the stage so you see how the color just continues to, um, to, be, to fill the audience. Another important piece that was in this part of the show is we would grab... The, the performers would grab uh, children who would like to come and do kind of a circular walk around the outer perimeter, around the main stage. Um, and that's such a fun piece, and they would hand them instruments and so forth. None of that is happening right now. They're all just kind of dancing away. You see this kind of just improvisational dancing. They are moving in a circle, but they are not crossing each other in a circle like I, I talked about earlier, where they end up giving the... The, the high five. Notice everybody's hands are waving in the air. They are doing the movement around, but they are not. Um, there are no children and there are no instruments. By the way, this is my favorite part because my son for many years, even though he's uh, 18 now, he has a highly autistic, uh, low-functioning autistic individual who wanted to do this and some of the cast members have invited him to do it. They, he now towers higher than many of the dancers, but but they still have invited him over the years to come out and do it, and it's just, it's it's an incredibly precious thing. Um, again, uh, all of this is just minor alterations, but they allow you to continue this portion of the show. Of course, this little portion with Timon, um, Akuna Matata, would have been accompanied by the monkeys. You usually kind of sit in the laps of each other and kind of do this dance um, while sitting. Uh, he's again alone. Now we go back to be prepared. Or actually, um, 
not to the be prepared, but to the dance scene uh, with the uh, prince and princess and the two birds. Again, there's no aerial portion here, uh, as is in the original show. Uh, you see the dancers in the front. They usually are linked together in kind of a uh, linked together as couples during this piece. Now we have the Be Prepared number being reprised, uh, a reprieve, and uh, we have the hyena coming out with the knives. Again, well, actually, there's always been a great distance between the lead male dancer, anybody else, and the hyena, because he's got to have plenty of room to do his act safely. So, so from a safety point of view, that's always been in play to have him socially distant from everyone else. But you see how it's uh, being played out. And uh, now we have, uh, again, uh, just a real quick uh, I Can't Wait to Be King. Uh, song being done here. Mentioned the dance off with the king and Timon. This is that place where that happens, is right there while he's uh, can't wait to be king, just can't wait. They usually do this little dance off. You see the king is just standing there waiting for his turn to return to the stage. Meanwhile, the lead female is heading um, on stage. There's never been a poor performance of the lead female singers. They always do such an amazing job belting out this song and bringing the show to an incredible climax. She truly uh, takes center stage, but she's being joined now by the uh, other three uh, singers, while everybody else is doing their piece again, usually this is a piece where people um, again do a lot of take fives with each other and then you'll see, well you won't see, that's the problem is they go into the scene where uh, they actually go into a circle. Now the circle is uh, just smaller and more intimate and a lot of these uh, a lot of this kind of connection with each other is not actually happening right now because again, a social distance will bring the kites into the space. Everybody's got their position. going to go ahead and take their uh, their bows and uh, some in the audience are even standing to applaud them well deserved in my opinion it's uh, it's an emotional uh, show to still see after all this time and uh, I look forward to having the tumble monkeys come back but in the meantime what they have is so terrific and it's just it's such a remarkable uh, experience is this thing on? Okay. Hello there, this is Timon. We hope you enjoyed the show. It was great having you with us. You were a lovely group, the best audience ever. Now please, get out! 
You know the drill. Ten for first of all. Take small children by the hand. Yada, yada, yada. Moving in orderly fashion toward the exit. No pushing and shoving. Come on. Move it! We haven't got all day. We got another one of these. Now, if you take notice, you'll see that our audience, the lions, are getting up to lead and are being excused, but they're actually keeping the giraffes seated and they're trying to move each of the sections one by one. The elephants are still remaining in their place. They're trying to keep this thing from just kind of, I mean, here you've made an entire effort to create a socially distant, a responsible show under this COVID period. And, uh, and then you're just gonna have the guests just kind of ramble out in, in one big crowd. What they're trying to do is to really just try to create a, uh, the, the best scenario possible. Of course, it's up to everybody individually to stay socially separated from the ones in front of them. But by and large, uh, from beginning to end, uh, they have done everything they can to make this show succeed. And I applaud them. Uh, my only regret is I wish it could have been here uh, months ago because I actually know that many of the performers were called back at different times and they were actually rehearsing and then they decided not to continue so it took many 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 months originally they were thought to be even part of the original reopening but it didn't happen and uh, it was a very difficult it's been a very difficult period for all of the entertainment cast members who have gone without work and have uh, really borne the brunt of this COVID period. At any rate, this is our podcast. We've emptied back out into Africa, and we just want to say thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being part of this podcast. Make sure that you go over to our YouTube, JHF Cobra, because the actual show, without me talking, is there, and it's and it's just enjoyable and fun to watch, and you're going to love it. It's beautiful. So take the moment to do that. Make sure you subscribe so that you're tuned into other videos as they come out. We'd love to see more subscribers. And just uh, again, make sure that you uh, subscribe to Disney at Play, Disney at Work, so you're notified of upcoming podcasts. And if you get a chance, give us a positive uh, uh, review and rating on iTunes. Thanks for everyone. Appreciate you joining us. Have a great day. In the words of Sinbad, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day.